morning, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on this podcast, feel free to email or contact me at IamCannabisSativa.com. Also, check out our website at www.IamCannabisSativa.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Also, feel free to check out our official Twitter account, ICS or IC Sativa Podcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. And if you also like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. We plan on doing big things with this humble little project, such as going to trade shows, visiting other medical marijuana or adult estates, and doing on-field work. By supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, pay for equipment upgrades, and travel as well. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. And again, that is www.anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. And, um, so today's episode, um, is going to be, it's going to be, um, it's going to be informative. Um, it's going to sort of, um, reinforce what, um, we've already sort of covered in, in a previous episode. Um, if you haven't checked out the, um, interview I, I, I did with the, um, with John Payne of New Approach Missouri, I would recommend checking that out if you haven't already. I'm going to put that episode in the show notes because um um the article that I'm reading right now is is um was from was was written in the um Springfield News Leader and it's an opinion article written by um John Payne who was one of the uh, architects of um the new approach um Missouri medical marijuana constitutional amendment and as you know for those who are not acquainted um Missouri voted on medical marijuana in 2018 last year and they had three measures on their ballot. One was a um, one was just the initiative, so that that meant that lawmakers could meddle and um, could meddle and poison pill it and and delay and and, and stall and and you know take out smoking or, or do any number of reefer madness sort of things. And um, the other law that was in on their ballot was um, was also a constitutional amendment, like the new approach. But it um it put one guy in charge called Brad Bradshaw, and he and and all the proceeds from medical marijuana, all the profits would basically go to him and his cancer research center. And I mean, if if you think he's going to put that money and 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 put that money to good use and 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 act in good faith to sort of um cure cancer or whatever that I have a bajillion bridges to sell you all over the country. But um but yeah, I mean that guy that guy had some very nefarious motives and rightfully those two the, that constitutional amendment that Bradshaw put on the ballot failed. The proposition which was again initiative that could that the lawmakers could just edit and, and do whatever the heck they want with, that failed too. 
But the only one that prevailed and got over, I think, over 65 or 66 percent of the vote was um, New Approach Missouri. And um, I'm going to read this article from John Payne. And um, again, I'm going to put the previous episode in the show notes as well, too. Missouri's medical marijuana law, one of the best by John Payne. Since 1996, when California became the first state to legalize medical marijuana, many states found out the hard way that implementing a statewide program is often more difficult than actually passing one. In fact, majority of the states that followed California in passing medical marijuana faced delays, confusion, legislative attacks, budgetary uncertainty, which almost universally, universally left sick patients and veterans waiting for longer than they should have. Missouri's closest neighbor, Arkansas, passed medical marijuana in 2016, but nearly three years later, patients can't walk into a dispensary. The pattern makes the smooth, well-thought-out implementation of Missouri's program all the more remarkable. Yeah, I mean, he's speaking he's speaking 100% truth. Um, like I said in previous episodes, my state, Massachusetts, although we have adult use, we 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 legalized medical in 2012 and like like you said the first this the, due to delays and due to reform madness the first dispensaries didn't open until three years later so it wasn't until 2015 that the first one opened and you know right now we only have like i think maybe 50 medical dispensaries in, in a state of almost 7 million and i don't feel that's enough right now like um for example one um one dispensary near like my um near my house or whatever they went adult use as well and um and like their supply like i checked their leafy menu their supply has been has been dwindling because they've been siphoning it feels like they've been siphoning off all their supply to adult use people inside of the medical marijuana patients when you know that when they started out as a medical dispensary you should always put the patients first you should also always put the people that are the sickest um you should always put them you should also always prioritize them and their needs rather than people that might be using it to go to a concert and i i mean i ain't attacking you know smoking weed before a concert i i've done that more times than i can flipping count you know it's it's an awesome thing to do you know, you know, always be responsible about it and, and get a Uber and Lyft, you know, after that concert. Don't don't fuck don't flipping drive after, you know, you, you got high off your butt at, at, at a concert. You know, it's irresponsible. And you can put others in danger. So, I mean, I am going to say that. But, um, yeah, I mean, like even like Arizona, for example, they they passed like I think one election cycle before us. So they passed medical in 2010, I think. And then 2012, the first sale happened. So, you know, it didn't happen like instantaneously for them, even though they, they did a better job at implementation than my state did. So let me, let me, let me finish. Let me continue. Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services has done yeoman's work to ensure the implementation of Missouri's medical marijuana program is successful. The amendment calls for quick, concrete deadlines that DHSS plans to meet. All while taking public input from patients, medical professionals, entrepreneurs, industry experts, through outreach in every corner of the state. The results speak for themselves. A total of 481 pre-field application forms and fees totaling 3,470,000 have already 
have already been received by the DHSS since January for anticipating to compete for license applications. In March, the state's largest medical marijuana industry and trade expo in the state history in state's history hosted hosted by the Missouri Medical Cannabis Trade Association convened over 2000 people to St. Louis Union Station. Amendment 2's provisions requiring the state to license a minimum number of dispensaries and cultivation facilities to ensure fair competition and patient access throughout the state. The minimum requirements are prudent based on the number of Missourians who presently meet the qualifying conditions and grounded in the reality of similar states' experiences in implementing and regulating medical marijuana programs. Oklahoma, with a population of 3.9 million, over 2 million fewer than Missouri, has registered over 89,000 patients, or 2.3% of the population since it passed. And to add on to what he said, um, so Oklahoma, they're growing rapidly. You know, um, they have 89,000 patients. Um, they might even, okay, so the article was published yesterday, but, um, like, like Oklahoma, like, 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 like Payne just said, 2.3% of their population are patients already. And we know that like these, the patient counts in even advanced states tend to top out around maybe three, three and a half percent or so. So, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Oklahoma is going to slow down dramatically soon, but they are going to reach an upper limit once 3% of the population are patients in that state. Because, I mean, due to cannabis's stigma and due to, you know, the fact that people could still get fired for cannabis and people could still lose housing, lose custody of kids, you know, lose cushy government jobs or white collar jobs or blue collar jobs, whatever. I mean, only 3% of people are willing to take the plunge and, 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 and take matters into their own hands and, and be medical marijuana patients, you know. Only only three percent of people, you know, we we still have our work cut out for us, you know. Even even in advanced states, you know, it, it tops out at three or so percent, for because of the mentioned reasons. And also, you you know, you can you can you can't own a firearm if you are a um, medical marijuana patient. And there are ton and America America is a country that loves guns, and there are lots of people off that alone are like, oh, I'll, I'll just wait till adult use becomes legal because then I can still have my firearm. You know, there are people who think that and, you know, I mean, I'm not one for guns myself. I've always, I'm, I would say I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of to the right to, of, of most progressives on guns. I'm, I'm pretty like pro second amendment more than a lot of other progressives might be. But I mean, I do think that there should be regular, there should be good regulations like background checks, you know, making sure people aren't a danger to themselves and others. I mean, I'm not against guns. Like, I mean. You know, if I was in, if I was at a point where I had a family or whatever, and you know, I felt it was needed for the for for home security reasons, I'd I'd get one. I I wouldn't rule it out. You know, I wouldn't rule out taking my children or my 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 teenage kids to a, a shooting range or whatever, so they so they know how to handle a gun. You know, in case they're in a situation that they need to defend themselves in the future. I I mean, I have none against that. But the thing is, I mean, for all these reasons I mentioned, these. You know, um, patient counts really top over, much more over three percent. They don't they don't extend to four or five, whatever. 
because again people are fear losing their jobs people fear losing their custody of their kids people fear you know losing their second amendment rights people fear you know um losing housing people like a lot of people due to reefer madness stigma even though they know this could help them because it's not covered by insurance they're like oh i rather i rather take the poisonous pills that my doctor prescribes that's only five dollars at the pharmacy or maybe thirty dollars for a, a, a 90 day supply or whatever people rather do that than pay the two hundred dollars or three hundred or four hundred for an ounce in a medical state and it's sad but until we have adult use and until we have all the prohibitions lifted in this country we're not gonna you know the people that need cannabis the most are gonna pass it up because they fear that they fear that they may have things to lose so again i'm digressing i'm getting into the weeds here but let me finish with a similar set of qualifying conditions for patients it is likely that missouri will see similar numbers unfortunately a flawed report from the university of missouri attempts to predict how many missourians will obtain medical marijuana patient cards but relies on data from 2015 before and companies missouri and compares missouri to states with vastly different medical marijuana laws Missouri will have a strong patient count because the law first and foremost puts medical medical treatment decisions back into the hands of doctors and patients. Bingo. Good good guy. Like we 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 chalked this up to like we chalked chalked up a lot of like good game in our interview. So again, I'll put that in the show notes. Um I mean, are there things I don't agree with on 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 on, on Missouri's law based on what I've read? Yeah, and I, I brought this up to Mr. Payne. And the thing is, when you when you're an activist and you're putting something on a ballot, you have you have to thread a very very thin needle. You know, the like there like you as an activist might want um might want um people to be able to home grow twenty plants. But in order to the delay the concern of more moderate voters who might who who might take offense to that, you might have to you might have to make compromises and ratchet that down to six plants or something like that. So, you know, the law isn't perfect, but I mean, based on what they can get done, I I really feel they I really feel they 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 got the best they, that they can get in that situ in, in their situation in the show me site. And they're going to have a very beautiful and awesome program as a result. Okay, the article is almost done, but let me finish. A record 1.6 million people voted for Amendment 2. But just as exciting to see how well Missouri is implementing the program. No faulty report or inaccurate patient count predictions will undermine this progress. The delays and missteps that have plagued other states aren't happening here. And as a result, Missouri patients and entrepreneurs could be the beneficiaries of the best medical marijuana law in the entire country. End of article. And I'll just read the blurb of um, sort of John Payne if you haven't listened to the episode and um, don't really know who he is and what he's done. So the, the little inf- so the information about him at the end of the article. So John Payne was co-author author of Amendment 2 and campaign manager for New Approach Missouri, the campaign committee with the support of patients, advocates, veterans, and physicians that successfully passed Amendment 2 in the November 2018 general election. 
He's co-founder of Amendment 2 Consultants and an advisory board member for the Missouri Medical Cannabis Trade Association. Yeah, um, I don't think I have too much more to add. Um, congratulations, Missouri, and, you know, seeing this sort of smooth rollout you're seeing, seeing your um, lawmakers sort of respect the will of your vote. And, um, you know, I hope I hope you, the dispensaries open, you know, when, when, when they're slated to open. And it looks like they're going, they're going to open on time. You're not going to see meddling or, or, or delays. Another thing that I've been reading that I've been liking um, is that... Um, then people that are lawful medical marijuana patients, like if they had a past uh, marijuana charge, they can they can um, petition to have their records um, their records cleared of that charge, and you know have that charge expunged, which is very beautiful. We we need to be prioritizing that in all adult use programs and all medical programs. And I'll even go a step further and say that. You know, they should be like California, where it should just be a computer algorithm or a computer that that clears your record. You know, and in my state or whatever, we have expungement for people, but they have to do all the legwork to clear their record. And I have activists that I that follow me on Twitter and that I know on Twitter that have records, and they're having to pay all these legal fees or having to do all this legwork to get it fully cleared from their record. So it's, it, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of flaws with, you know, adult use states and, you know, even states that are more advanced don't get these things right. But, you know, if, if you're looking to legalize it, I'm, I'm looking at you, Illinois, I'm looking at you, Arizona, I'm looking at you, um, Florida, I'm looking at you, um, what else, what other states, Missouri, um, Montana, it's probably, it's probably pretty close to doing it. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I would, I would just say that, you know, prioritize expungement and social justice and wiping records to make people whole. So again, that's all I have to say about this. Um, I, I hope you got a lot out of this and as always stay medicated, my friends.